Gillycast coming at you live. This is Planet Indiana, the number one upcoming podcast in the Indiana region and definitely number one in the dirty and paoli areas. Mostly. Joining me today, well, actually, I am Ruger Gill. Joining me today is none other than... Go ahead, Hootie. I'll let you go first. No, I believe this is Joseph, your daddy. <laughs> it's your daddy now. He's my daddy, your daddy. He's everyone's daddy. I'm everyone's daddy at Just this point. Just call him Poppy at this yeah, point. Uh, I've been he loves Pappy it when Poppy. you call him Big Papa. Oh. oh. Also joining me today is... Macho Man Randy Savage's biggest fan, <laughs> Ian Bostock. <laughs> Macho Man is a bold pick in the... Uh, WWE realm of things. Actually, he wasn't even WWE. He was uh, WWF. WWF and WCW. I believe he might have been. Yeah, WCW also. That's that's for like you older folks that listen. Uh, that's that that dates back. He was that's, too hot to handle and too cold to hold. Oh, the cream of the crop. <laughs> He's over here doing hand gestures as Macho Man Randy Savage. Beautiful day here in the dirty. Are you it fucking is... high? What? It was fucking 45 degrees out, cold, windy. Bud. Pretty sure it was 35 and snowy when I left the red. Bud, no. Somehow 35. No, half, the, day, half the day it was 55 degrees and sunny. And it, it, and when I left the house today and when I came out of class, it was beautiful and sunny. I come out of, like, and then uh, I come out of the wreck. And, but it was cloudy and cold as fuck, and there was a breeze that cut you to the bone. Yeah, I was standing outside at baseball, and I thought I was going to get pneumonia. Absolutely. I mean, the end of the day, shit. But for the most part, we'll take it as a beautiful day. Beautiful day. What day is it today? The 6th of the 6th March. Of March. March, yeah. It's March 6th, well, I mean, 2018. Uh, our interesting fact of the day, Ian, what is that? Uh, Listen, today's date, uh, if you look at the numbers, 3-6... Three and six add up or multiplied together are eighteen. It is three six eighteen. Whoa! Fun fact. Mind blown. Just yeah. a fun thing. I'm I guarantee that you're never gonna see that again. Well, you you could. No, I'm pretty sure that's gonna happen at no. some other point no. in the yeah. year. It's like, it's, no, like, like uh, it's like it's like something. Nine special. nine two two nine. Both had that date. Yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah. So I never so. did very well with math. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I did. <laughs> Nonetheless, beautiful day here in the dirty. I went for a little bike ride today after I got out of class, got my little workout in, thought I'd go for a tour to Hote across the across the and grounds on a, on my uh, bicycle. Went, uh, went several miles, and uh, actually I just, you'll never believe who I came across on my bike. Who? Yes. Uh, Not Macho Armstrong. Man Randy said. Was it Lance Armstrong? No. That's no, it was a large Hoshin male pushing a shopping cart down the sidewalk in the, in the back streets. I mean, we're uh, we're pretty deep in the dirty at this point on my little bike trip. And uh, this man, this large individual, is pushing a shopping cart. It looked like a maybe like a, a, a Walmart shopping cart, just an average Walmart shopping cart. Maybe Kroger. Maybe Kroger. No, you have several different No, I was thinking of JC. That was the one I was uh, thinking of. It had the red panel on it. It was like a JC. Maybe Walgreens? Because I don't really think there's a JC. It, it looked like a JC cart, though. And anyway, so he's pushing this cart down the road, and I, I'm pedaling by, and uh, you know I do my uh, thing, because the sidewalks aren't that 
aren't that large, and this man was pretty large, and his shopping cart also took up a lot of ground, so I gave him the shout-out, on your left, and uh, so I just told him, you know, nice. hey, I'm, I'm coming up on your left. Wait, be a responsible biker. Absolutely, absolutely. you got to look out for, for fellow travelers, and as I pass, I look down into his cart, and his shopping cart is literally full of fucking radios. Radio. And, yeah, no, not radio, like Cuba Gooding Jr., <laughs> <laughs> wow, Hootie. No running. <laughs> no running. No running. No running radio. No running. No radios like Cuba Gooding Jr. And I'm not talking radios you plug into the wall. I'm talking straight up car radios. Car radios, son. That, yeah, they look like they had been pulled fresh out of, of your vehicle. And uh, the, the, whole, the whole fucking cart was stuffed to the brim. And you know what? Most people would see that and go, wow, what a sight. But to me, after living here for a few years, I, I'm, I think I'm numb to it. I think I'm numb to these, these sights, these abnormalities. I mean, what's your take on it? I mean, it didn't really strike you that, like, maybe that is a cart full. A of stolen, stolen radio. A stolen yeah. cart full from possibly a Walgreens and or, or Kroger and or... Or you could definitely hear him coming. Or he's a thrifter. <laughs> Maybe he is. You can never jump to judgment. Nobody said it was stolen, Hootie. Wow. Yeah, I'm judgmental wow. of you. That's really cold blooded on your behalf. I'm just saying that you know, like after living here for a few years, I really expect anything. I I, I don't like. I guess I could agree. You, you know, don't really have any. Yeah. Yeah, no. there, there's no, like, there's no... You don't set uh, high standards yeah. toward the things you might see around town. The I mark guess. has been set pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's, with, you know, it, with that being said, like, it's... it's it it's, kind of sounds wacky like, shit. I mean, it seems like you're kind of being racist toward Terre Haute compared no, to Paoli. No, I'm not being racist huh. toward Terre Haute. I mean, we're not much better than Paoli, boys. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Like, our hometown of Paoli? Jesus. We have, like, it's it's not... We're the meth capital. USA. Yeah. USA. We have one thing to be proud of, and that is lots of meth heads. Lots of meth heads. We got we got meth heads here though. We got we got an abundance of meth heads actually. Indiana has a bunch of meth heads. Indiana as as a whole has a bunch of meth heads, but Scott man, County has tons. I go and donate plasma, you would be bamboozled by the amount of meth heads we have. Huh. It's incredible. Yeah, boy. I mean the, the the amount of people going in there just to afford their next fix is fucking abnormal. I never thought I would see that spectrum of of things in life until I actually witnessed it with my own two eyes. I mean, it, it's incredible. You guys, it really that, you guys ever seen that Vine, that woman? She's like sitting there, like, hey, you got any meth? She's like, yes! <laughs> like, whereas, she's like, I'm the house! <laughs> that's every time I think. I'm serious, though. Yeah, I mean, like, it. you know, like, just like, uh, just for instance, I man, I, w- I walked into a, walked into the plasma center one time. I was fairly new at this point, so I, I didn't have, like, super high hopes, didn't have super low either. I walk in there. They put the needle in me. Great. I'm going to get my fast booze money. I'm going to get in, get out, get that cash, and move on. And uh, we're in college. I mean, you can go over there, and that pays. The plasma money pays the fucking bills. Yep. It, it Not the buys not all the bills, but it pays some bills. And it, it buys your, buys your uh, filthy habits. You know, like booze. 
I feel like that's how drug addicts might think. Booze and chavas. Not meth. It's that fast money. Yeah, I understand that, but I'm not buying meth. I'm buying beer and chavas burritos. <laughs> so, so what I'm getting at here is that the fact of the matter is I laid down, they put the needle in me, everything's going great. I can't complain. It's, uh, you know, I didn't feel a pinch when they put the needle in. And this lady behind me, or beside me, directly beside me, they put the needle in her, okay? And and they, they slide it in, and you could tell she was fucking, she was tweaking. She was coming down off of, like, I don't know what kind of heavy drugs it was, but she was coming down off something. And anyway, so they uh, put the needle in her, and she sits there, and she starts rubbing her fucking face. Just starts rubbing her face. I mean, like, she's just scrubbing in lotion or some shit. I don't know. I mean, she's just sitting there rubbing it. I'm like, okay, like, this lady's got some issues. I'm going to go back to, like, reading my book, and I'm going to just go on about my day. And I, you know, it weighs in the back of your mind, so I keep glancing over there. This bitch is still, I mean, she's getting paler by the minute, too. She's getting pale as shit. And she's, like, rubbing her face. And I thought, okay. Like, it's starting to get serious now. I honestly thought about yelling for somebody, but, like, the lesser person in me was like, nah, she's fine, bro. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> fuck her. And so, anyway, about that time, I hear, <coughs> <coughs> and I'm like, holy shit. She was starting to dry heave. You know how you get them little coughs before you start throwing up? I'm trying to stop throwing up, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> you get them. You get them little cackles? Oh, yeah, yeah. She had the cackles. And about that time I hear... <coughs> lays a fucking mound. And I'm laying right beside this bitch. I'm in the chair beside her. So she's fucking sitting there just heaving. Keep in mind, I got a fucking needle in my arm. So I can only get so far. You know, I can't rip that bitch out. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared of needles. You know, I... I, I uh, I'm scared of needles, like, big time. Like, it, it takes me getting paid to put one in me. I ain't getting paid to take one out. So, I ain't taking that motherfucker out. So, I'm sitting there straight-armed, getting on the very edge of the little couch sofa-type thing. Yeah. As far away from this bitch as I can, as she is throwing up mounds. I mean, she just kept throwing up. She was like the damn, she was just like a geyser. Up in there, just bro, and I swear to God that that experience may have changed my life. I, I've ever since then been very weary of who I sit by in the plasma donation center, and very weary weary of uh, of the ocean tweakers as well. I know that that's one bad rat for one tweaker, but wow, really, really had me spooked. Really had me spooked. I mean, the host just in a, a scramble right now. Let's be honest, folks. Here's a fun topic for you. If you've been listening to our podcast, and thank you for if you do so, a few weeks ago, or maybe even a week or so ago, I called a McDonald's out in Terre Haute for not having a fucking shake. Absolutely right. And, I, and Ruger had said, oh, I'm going to get a shamrock shake. I said, don't get your fucking hopes up, bud. I said, that machine will be broke. And today, my, my, my lord, it happened. Ruger, what happened today? But I tell you what happened. I um, I had a long day. I didn't have a particularly good day. 
Okay. So today was not a good day, as Ice Cube would say. Yes, today wasn't a good day. I didn't have them tickets to the Skybox. It's uh, unfortunate. Yeah. And anyway, so anyway, I went and I said, you know what? I'm gonna. I've made it through the day. I'm gonna treat myself. I'm gonna go get my first Shamrock Shake of the year. And for those of you who don't know, that is my one true passion and love. In this whole wide world is a minty shamrock shake. Do you and for love, those that do you love that you, shake more than nail? Uh, I, nah, you gotta be careful with these things because somebody's gonna hear this. So no, <laughs> but what I'm saying is shamrock shakes are genuinely late <laughs> on the horn. Genuinely my passion, especially this time of year because it's a seasonal deal. Get them while they're cold. There you go. And so I uh, I thought, man, you know what? I'm going to go enjoy me a milkshake with a little mint kick. And uh, I said, fuck. Just I like walk up. I, I get my truck. And I drive to McDonald's. Get in line. There's an old bitch in front of me. And I'm calling her an old bitch. I don't call everybody a bitch. And I don't call most old people a bitch. But this lady, there's two lanes in the Terre Haute drive through at McDonald's, Okay. You understand this. You, Tyler, you've seen it, and you've seen it as well. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. two lanes. Okay, so there's two cars ordering. You know, usually it's a crapshoot. So you say, man, I think this black car looks like they're going to get done ordering before this, this white car does. Yeah. So you just take your pick, and you get behind one. No, this old bitch, she fucking sat between the two lanes and waited until one car budged before she got up so in she there. She was like... Yeah, she completely eliminated the middleman. Took the guessing out of it, which is smart in a way. Kind of is, actually. It's, it's, I mean, yeah. It's smart in a way. But what I'm getting at here is that, uh, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm already pissed. You know, like bound it's, to get pissed off from that. I didn't have a wonderful day. And, you know, it didn't take a lot to piss me off. And I go, gosh, you know, like, come on, like, let's get in here. And by the time this old lady is texting on her phone, and you know how old folks are about texting anyway, it's like, it takes them 10 hours to say, hey. So she's texting, and both cars had left. So there I sat behind this lady between two lanes. And both cars are way gone. Like, they'd already probably paid and got their food. So finally, she pulls around. I get up, and I order. I say, hello. She goes, Hi, how you doing today? I said, not bad. I said, I need me a large shamrock shake. And I'm just, I'm through the moon right now. Like, I, I was I was so ecstatic to just try this little shake. Like, for the first time, it's been a year since I've had one. It's not trying it for the first time. Mouth In is, a year. Mouth is just your fucking drooling. It's such a unique flavor that your mouth will never remember what it tastes like. And so, anyway, I, I sit there and I'm like, I need a shamrock shake. And she goes, uh, yeah, we don't have any. And I went, oh, you don't have any shamrock shakes, huh? And she goes, no, no, we don't have any. I said, fuck. And I'm sitting there internally at this point boiling over. And, you know, I, I think to myself, well, fuck it. I'll just get a strawberry shake. Like, it'll still lighten my day up. It's not a shamrock. Not my passion. But it's okay. And, uh... Anyway, so I go. And... (laughs) (laughs) 
Ian is now holding up a sign that says McDonald's dead 911. No, not 911. It's 9-11! McDonald's did do 9-11. Yeah, our smear campaign on (laughs) McDonald's begins now. Nonetheless, uh, I I said, well, I'll take, you know what, I'll take a strawberry shake. You know, whatever. It's still a shake. And, uh, and, and they go, uh, she goes, well, we're not making shakes today. And I said, listen, woman. Huh. I said, listen, there, as long as shakes on your menu, you're making shakes today. And she goes, she goes, no, uh, well, actually the ice cream machine's down. Of course. It is. Okay. <laughs> it was down a week ago. And on the fucking Yelp reviews, it was down apparently for the past four months. I am fucking sick of McDonald's bullshit excuses of why their ice cream machine isn't working. Yep. Oh, it's down today. Oh, something's jammed. Shut the fuck up and fix it! Yeah, fix the fucking ice cream machine. I'm sick of it. I know these are first world problems, but I already, A, missed the Szechuan sauce. First world problem. But but I got a homie back home, DJ Benz. He's hooking me up with some Szechuan. Up in here. Shout out DJ Benz. I've he also, knows who he is. Yep, yep. DJ Benz knows who he is. And he's hooking me up some Szechuan packets. Or a packet. Brandon. You don't know. Are you fucking kidding, Hootie? No, Brandon Nerdis. Top supporter. I did not know that. I DJ Benz. Yeah. Anyway. Okay, makes sense. He's makes hooking sense. me up with some Szechuan packets. Or a packet. I'll take anything. I, I've got a very passion, like a very big passion for Szechuan. So, like, I'm excited to, like, try it. But... But I just really wanted that shamrock shake today. I had a bad day. I wanted one. Guess who didn't get one? Fucking me. Wonderful fucking day. You know, I I think that all fast food joints, I don't know if it's just McDonald's, but the wheels are falling off the machine. It's not, though. How many times have you gone to Dairy Queen and they've been like, yeah, our ice cream machine's down? No, because they're an ice cream place. Yeah, they're slow as fuck, though. They're also a chicken strip place. Uh, chicken strips and gravy. Uh, the chicken strip basket <laughs> is the most phenomenal thing but fast food has listen, ever... Chicken strips and gravy are my fucking shit. I think, the I think there's a place better than Dairy Queen with a chicken strip basket. It's Hilltop. Okay. Ooh, yeah, um, Hilltop Grocery. And gas. And gas. And free pizza, if you know Coleman. Yeah, and free Hunt's Brothers Pizza. I don't know. That's a strong order because you get that, you get them little tender uh, DQ chicken strips. It's just like a little orgies in your mouth. And you dip it in that fucking, that, that splitchy gravy. And it's just like, whoo, shoot. Blast off. You're going to taste bud land, bud. And there ain't no coming back for a long time. You know. And, and you know, the great thing about, uh, about Dairy Queen is they don't give you a toy, but they give you a souvenir. And it packs right onto your your gut, and uh, so you get to look at it every time, and it reminds you. Yes, uh, it reminds you every time of them chicken strips you really enjoyed all summer long because they pack right onto your your bottom little jelly roll there. <laughs> Ain't that the truth, though? Yeah. <laughs> they just hang right on there. But speaking oh, of man. like you know fucking fast food, fast food chains, Burger King. Is stepping some shit up. I don't know. I don't know if this would be the proper choice. But they brought the king back. 
Return of the Man. Yeah, they brought the king back, you know, the creepy-headed mascot that they had. Yeah. But they not only brought the king back, they brought a new spokesperson as somewhat of a like, duet with the king. Oh, God, I, I know you're talking about. Oh, my God. And I don't, I, I'm a super big fan of this, guys, but I really don't know if it was a good choice. Conor McGregor. No. Oh! He, he is sponsoring Burger King yeah. now in the spicy, crispy chicken sandwich. Yep. By the way, phenomenal. Is it good? Oh, it's so Oh, it's so good. All I know is McGregor's stretching his acting chops, <clears throat> and he he should probably stick to fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see his Instagram post? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's one thing to, like, not be a good actor, but it's a complete another to not be able to say the company's name right, because he calls it Booger King. <laughs> <laughs> And for those like children watching this commercial that don't know who the hell he is, he they definitely think that he's saying Booger King because that's when it, the first time he said it, I went, oh shit! Like I know McGregor's a bad motherfucker, but saying Booger King is damn near unacceptable. <laughs> this this talk of spicy crispy shit sandwiches got me thinking about Booger King. Like okay, okay. It you did know, pay for Connor Jr.'s college, though. Yeah, yeah, that was a good little quote at the end. But like, still, like, I felt like whoever was <laughs> whoever was behind the the scenes of this uh, directing this little commercial, it may have been Michael Bay. I mean, they said food. <laughs> it may have been Michael Bay because there was a lot of flames and shit, like flame kind of atmosphere in there. Uh, it just seemed like a real Michael Bay thing to do. He said, Fook it? Yeah, Fook it. They, you know what? Instead of promoting the spicy, crispy chicken sandwich, promote the Fook it burger with just <laughs> everything on it. With, uh, a, with like, it, And it's just covered in Diaz Brothers tears. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the ketchup. We're covering it in Diaz Brothers tears. That would be a big sell. No mayo. No mustard. Yeah. Just bread All and his tears. enemies' tears. Bread and tears. <clears throat> and then, like, on the bun, it'll be, like, inscribed on the top. Fook the Mayweathers. <laughs> Mayweathers. 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 No, I, 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 I don't know. But speaking of... Yeah, yeah. Speaking of the UFC, though, um, big news. Dana White just released that Brock Lesnar is very, very, very... And I'll say again... Very, very <laughs> likely to return to the UFC. Again. There's been photos. There's been photos taken between the two. They're doing a little bartering. I'm just saying, Brock Lesnar back in the ring, <clears throat> that would be phenomenal. You know, we heard, uh, listen, you know, UFC, boxing, all those things. You know we haven't heard back from yet? Deontay Wilder. <laughs> Deontay Wilder? Do you not remember? I called him out on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Ebone did call out uh, heavyweight champion Deontay Wilder. I said, I want next. Yeah, he said he wanted next. I have no boxing experience. I think Deontay was just scared. (laughs) (laughs) I genuinely genuinely think Deontay was just a little worried about his well-being. He didn't want to lose this record that he's got. And he was just kind of frightened by good old Ebone Capone here. Though he has no boxing experience... Guess what he can do? He can hug you to death. 
as, y- as young Ma says, I'm pretty, but I'm loco. <laughs> Yep. Pretty better blow I'll tell you what I, I just uh, I don't know I think Deontay was worried about his health but but seeing Brock Lesnar back in the octagon would be incredible like I, I don't know uh, he's just a very entertaining fighter to watch yeah. just because of his freakish size I mean he is he is genuinely a bald hairless gorilla he's in huge human form talk about a barrel chest oh my god Talk just about a barrel body. I swear to God, he eats three cows a day. Three cows? Oh, I, yeah. I feel like he does. I would assume he'd probably eat more than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, so? he, he eats probably. He's probably on a lean meat diet of unicorn, uh, and just <laughs> just living off that. Lean meat diet. Drinks his whiskey out of the horns. Well, he's doing that for a diet. John Jones is on a diet of pussy and dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well played, sir. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but wow. apparently the rumors going around also is that the reason that Brock Lesnar is even considering returning is to face none other than John Jones, John Bones Jones. And I, I'm excited. That would be a fight. I know that Brock Lesnar would probably get his dick kicked into another atmosphere because John Bones Jones is the best to ever step in an octagon. Let's be honest here. But, it would be a hell of a fucking fight. That would be a super fight. That would be right up there rivaling, rivaling McGregor, McGregor Mayweather within the, the UFC universe. I, I fully believe that. I don't, I don't know that for certain. I don't know what the reviews would be, but, but, but by God, it, it would be, a, it would be a, a monstrous proportions, almost the size of Brock Lesnar himself. But, he's huge. Yeah. In other news, I had a brainstorm the other night. Ebone, you were with me. I was. We discussed a lot of things that night. We did. We did. We went to the bowling alley, got a little drunk, and, and I, I did did extremely well. I beat the shit out of Ian on don't, the scoreboard. No, don't you let him fucking lie to you. I, I bowled a 115, a pretty low score for me that night. And Rear goes and bowls like a 40. No, I bowled a 35. I gave you the benefit of the doubt there. I rounded up for you. I bowled a 35. Ian was cheating. Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! You bowled a 35. Let I me explain Ruger's frames, frame by frame. First frame. <laughs> he went gutter ball, first off. Then he hits a one pin. Gets one pin. Super exciting, by the way. Next frame. Pretty sure he went double double a dash marks there. Listen. Through three, he had one. Good job, Ruger. I think he had seven at four. And at one point he went to the bathroom, so a friend of ours bowled for him, finally got him a spare. So imagine Ruger without the spare. He probably would have bowled like a 12. Anybody can hit a bunch of pins. It takes real skill to just hit one. You Well, you know there's... I was aiming at that one pin. Because I wanted to like prove that. to everybody I'm a true marksman. So wait, you hit one pin or somebody hit I really... One? Ba- essentially, one of our friends hit a spare... The other pins that I ever hit were essentially ones. Like, yeah, ones or two. I think you got a six once. Yeah. So ones or twos. I'm a true marksman. It takes a lot to ride that gutter line and really just hit a one pin. Just one seven. One yeah, ten. I hit a lot of one pins to pick up spares. No, 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 no. Oh no, no, I did. I set the tempo with a one so everyone knows how accurate I am. <laughs> Ruger was our second. Sounds, <laughs> Sounds like it. 
But as we're sitting in the bathroom, I said, Ian, Ian, listen to me. We're both sitting there feeling all right. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, what? I said, dude. And we're both holding drinks at this point. He said, dude, how phenomenal would it be to have cup holders above the urinals? Cup holders would be very convenient, though. Oh my! How many times have you walked into the bathroom, a at the bar, or b at the bowling alley, with a drink and had nowhere to put it, and always the tops of the urinals are at an angle? They are. They always angle slightly downward, so you can never truly enjoy your piss because you're you're worried about your drink sliding off and splashing on your dick. Then you got sticky dick for the rest of the night. You can't have sticky dick. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants sticky dick. Or stinky dick. So why not just mount a few cup holders over every urinal? And for the ladies, put a little fucking party tray in the bathroom. I mean, you can kind of like, like, position it to where it sits underneath the lid. Yeah. For like the ladies, yeah. Wait, it sits under the lid? No, I'm saying like, okay, so you have the top that you, you lift up. Yeah. Okay, you have that lid. That covers the whole thing. Then you have the actual thing they sit on. Yeah. Whatever that's called. But below that, you can wrap it around that the inner toilet where it has a little cup holder. So when you put the lid they sit down on, it's just right there. Or I'm just saying, like, put it over the toilet paper dispenser. Jesus to keep it completely away from the piss and shit. <clears throat> well, I mean, we're talking about a cup holder that is, uh, it is pretty wet. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's that's a little <laughs> Ian is now blaming the Illuminati for uh, McDonald's ice cream machine being down. Nonetheless, what I'm getting at here is that the fact of the matter is we don't want the ladies' drinks or fucking cheddar fries to be near their piss and shit. No. Things get messy for anyone. Us guys, we're definitely going to piss all over the bottom of the urinal. I've done it a thousand and one times. You've done it a thousand and one times, and I'm sure you have too, Ebon, even though you're a very clean human being. Um, but what I'm getting at here is that if you put one above it, nobody's going to pee upward. That's taking a chance yeah, of pissing on yourself. That's, that's, that's causing a whole mess that could definitely backfire. And you could maybe get a backsplash in your face. No dude is going to piss upward. You're always going to piss downward. A disruption so, that should never exactly. be involved. So placing the cup holders above the urinal, yeah. phenomenal idea. Placing a little tray maybe above the toilet paper dispenser just to set your drink down on for the women? Perfect. Why nobody's thought of this? Well, listen, I've seen restaurants put, like, a shelf above. No, I need cup holders. I mean, even a shelf would work. A nice shelf? shelf? I mean, it would probably be far less expensive, too, I'm assuming. The, the, real, the real plug would be putting a hamster dispensing type water dispenser thing, like, over... The urinal, so we can just drink while we piss, and it's a lot simpler. They just give us this thing. We like a little spigot. Yeah. Okay. So you know how like large uh, buildings, you can like look over the city, and you put like a quarter in, and you can look over for like fifty fucking seconds. Oh yeah, and you can like do like the binoculars type. Thing. Yeah. So imagine you're pissing, you're fucking hammer drunk. Okay. Post it up, one hand, you know. Oh my god. You put a quarter in. You put you a get quarter a drink. in, and they give you some water. Like, oh fuck, dude. You're like, oh shit. So you just put a quarter in, zzz, water thing comes out. Or booze. Or booze, I guess. A quarter for like a quarter of a shot. 
Just like a like a drunk hamster. Just, <laughs> Can you imagine how much puke would be on top of the urinals? Because there'd be <laughs> drunk bastards like me shoveling quarters in it like a fucking Plinko machine. <laughs> Give me more! <laughs> that, would be a, that would be an honest fault of my own. But I'm serious. The cup holders thing, or even that, a dispenser of some form. Is a revolutionary Even idea. Even better, a breathalyzer above the toilets. <sighs> That's the move. Imagine that. You walk in and you are like, there's no way I can drive the fuck home. So you're like, <sighs> blow into this thing. It says, dee, dee, dee. pops up your fucking BAC. And there you go, folks. You've got a BAC. You're like, all right. Not a chance, boys and girls. I ain't driving tonight. Yes. That's actually a very, like, that's a smart, like, responsible thing to do. I mean, but the problem is, once again, hoodlums like ourselves, when we get drunk, you know what we're going to do? Hey, guys, we're going to run to the bathroom real quick to see how drunk we are. (laughs) (laughs) And we'd make it a game until somebody ended up dying of alcohol poisoning because we'd be blowing in the breathalyzers over the urinals (laughs) all night. To see, like, try to outmatch each other in our blood alcohol level. It's a pissing ta- contest, literally and figuratively. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty fucking good. Just stay in the bathroom pissing and BACing the entire night. Oh my god. End up like our, end up like a lot of our buddies. Oh my god. That's pretty fucking good. You know, like, but like, speaking of the whole booze thing, and I don't know how we haven't recognized this yet. Indiana has made a milestone step out of, like, the Middle Ages. The last time we could do this was the 1800s. Are you serious? I read a thing. Wow. Since, like, Prohibition shit. We can now buy booze on a Sunday afternoon until 8 o'clock. I mean, 8? Yeah, I think it's 8 o'clock. Well, that's fine. Let's go! I'm telling you right now that the whole booze thing on like a Sunday is a game changer. I don't know. I know of one instance, Tyler, you can remember this as well, where we drove two hours to Marshall, Illinois, just to buy booze on a Sunday because we wanted to wanted to get down with our bad selves. Yeah, I don't believe it was even Marshall. We went to Marshall. Oh, and Marshall time. wouldn't sell it. No, and then we went to Paris, Illinois. Yeah, Drove all the way back. Oh my god, yes. Found one one store in Martinsville, Illinois <laughs> that would sell us liquor <clears throat> on a Sunday. Whoa. I rem- That was such a fun ride, though. That was a good day, but it was terrible. Yeah, it was like... 10, 11 o'clock at night, I think, I want to say, by the time we actually got the booze we were looking for. Yeah. yeah. Whoa, because we didn't have class on Monday. Oh, yeah. The university have... was shut down for some reason. Yes, the university remember. was shut down some on holiday. Monday. <clears throat> yes. And uh, so we went and went to get booze on that Sunday. And... Uh, <laughs> It was probably four hours of searching for searching for booze before we actually got it. A true booze cruise. Yes, it was. Yeah, that was right. And that was the day that like uh, I went into the bathroom and I took a piss. 
And uh, our buddy was in there buying the booze. The cashier asked, is that your friend's? Because we had a carload of people and I was in the pisser. Which we pre-gamed you know, was the, the whole drive ride there. there. Yeah, you were the driver. <clears throat> and uh, he's like, no, not my friends. I'm just here to get booze. Anyway, I walked out of the bathroom and he had already left. And he goes, hey, is that your buddy that just came in here? And I said, oh, yeah, sure, that's my buddy. <laughs> and he, like, stormed out the door. And, like, I got in. I'm, like, completely oblivious to the whole situation. He's like, what'd that guy say to you? And he talked to me the whole way out the door. And I'm like, I don't know, I was just telling him that you guys were my buddies. And he's like, go, go, go! And we fucking hauled ass all the way fucking back to Indiana. Legitimately, he was telling me to take off before you got in the car. Yeah. He's saying, this ain't going down well. Because he <coughs> followed you out of the store. <coughs> yeah, we were talking about his, he, he was telling me stories about his son. We just thought, you know, there's something going down. <laughs> Seemed very suspicious. It's a big day, though. Like, uh, that adds a whole new element to the party game. It really does. You know, Sunday fun days, you don't, you don't have to pre-plan a Sunday fun day anymore. You can just go out on a Sunday and buy your booze. You don't have to, you don't have to premeditate this on a Saturday. There's no need. You can go buy it until 8 o'clock. I wish they'd stay open until... Well, like any other day, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. You know, we're making big steps here. In Absolutely. Next is pot. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna overstep my boundaries here. But but I feel like next is pot, and maybe we'll see that within our lifetime. Maybe. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> to be honest, I, I don't. I, I can't tell you that one for sure. But no one can, man. But I hope so. But speaking of things you would may or may not do, drunk or high, that segues in for us, doofus of the day. The day! Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Oh, I love this segment. <laughs> this is my favorite one. <laughs> Ruger, Ruger, what happened? I tell you today what. Today in doofus of the day, I've got a doofus. I got a doofus in mind, and this article comes from Time, so you know it's legit. Okay, so essentially, here's the deal. A New Jersey man um, who is from West Virginia mistakenly ordered a $1,635 Uber ride back to his home state. Wait, a man, New Jersey man who got drunk in West Virginia. He was from New Jersey, got drunk in West Virginia. <laughs> took a $1,635 Uber ride back to his home state. And he said the experience was, and I quote, crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was his thought. I mean, I tell you what, boys. We've all been drunk before. Yeah, that, that's, that's a roundtable agreement. But to be drunk enough to willingly sacrifice $1,635... That motherfucker definitely would have been either A, desperate to get home, or B, had a really bad night. It was like, fuck everybody. He couldn't couldn't remember. Yeah, he had no idea, no recollection. He uh, seen the charge on his phone. And that's, and and like he woke up in, uh, in New Jersey. And he said, whoa, like what happened? Assumed that somebody had drove him back. No, took an Uber. How long did this trip take? Does it say? I couldn't tell you. It's a, a more than a three hundred mile journey. 
So more than 300 miles. That's like, so you think 300 miles, you're going at least 60 to 70 the entire trip, so it's probably a five-hour trip. Wow. Five hours. If It may be more. Yeah. For stops, yeah, I mean, like Yeah, that. stops, traffic, shit like that. I'm sure that's I'm not assuming if like... he was drunk, he probably had to stop and piss quite a bit. Yeah. Maybe I mean, you gotta tell me that this motherfucker on the whole trip there didn't, like, stop, say, hey, man, I gotta piss. Get out and say, I'm getting a little more sober. They go down the road another couple hundred miles, or another mi- 50 miles, say, hey, man, I gotta piss. He's a little more sober. At some point, you gotta say, dude, like, where am I? I'm never in my life sober been able to drive over 300 miles without having to piss. I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I don't, yeah. What do you, like, listen, though. Five hours, he blacks out in the car. He wakes up when he gets home. I bet he pissed his pants. Or he just fell asleep. Yeah, but but, but the bodily functions are bodily functions. I don't care how deep of a drunk sleep I'm in. When I got to piss, I'll wake up. Yeah, fair enough. Or I'll just, like, go. And, I mean, that's talking a bad night. Yeah, like, that's, I, that's like your worst drunken night. Yeah, yeah that's you just like, piss yeah, all over yourself. Yeah, that, like, and I'm, I'm not, like, <laughs> saying that, like, we've ever done this, like, regularly. But I'm just saying, like, if you got fucking blacked out, we've all seen people piss their fucking selves before. Like, it, it happens. Yeah, you can't help it. You just do it. Yeah, like, it just happens. Know. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. But what I'm getting at here is this this old boy is now, like, trying to overturn it. I think he's trying to get a free ride. Yeah, right. No free ads and no free Ubers. No free Ubers. I bet uh, as an Uber driver, no such thing. Oh, no, just kidding. There are because you can get those stupid fucking discount codes. And <laughs> that was the worst. Being in Bloomington, you get a fucking ride. It's, like, awesome. It's, like, a 10-minute trip. That's, like, a $7 fee. And I'm going to get fucking paid out at the end of the night. And all of a sudden, you... Get to the fee, be like, oh yeah, see how many rides you go. You have like five rides for like $2 because people got like $5 off their trip. So you go from like a $70, $80 night to like 40 bucks, And you'd be like, yeah. I just spent two to three hours for $40. Wow. Talk about shitty. Two, two hours? It, but this, granted this, two hours of your night driving people around. That's all you're doing. Two hours of your night. At forty dollars, that's twenty dollars an that's hour. That's twenty dollars an hour. I know. That's twenty dollars an hour. I mean, you really can't be just to drive people around. No, it's not bad. It's I mean, bad. I, I, no, it's not bad for the Uber driver, but it's bad for the customer. I mean, like, I don't think a taxi cab would charge you that. Would it? Uh, it just depends on your fares. Okay, so uh, when <laughs> we were drunk and we didn't have Uber and we were trying to get to Rose Holman maybe a year or two ago, hootie. And Rose Holman's a hop skip. It's a stone's throw away. Yeah, it's not very far. They want to charge us $15 to get there. Oh, no. Taxi or Uber? It was a taxi. And it was not a prevalent mm. company either. Was it iCabby? Yeah, U-cabby something cabby, Some shit like that. It was a cheap, chintzy-ass van. Very and there was cheap. Like, there was like 20 of us, too. And they said, for all 20 of you, we'd have to do it for like $15. And everybody's like, no, I'm not spending that money. 15 apiece? No. Total? Total. That's cheap, though. That's what I'm saying. Well, for a bunch that's of fucking cheap. Listen, Uber's fucking very specific to drivers. Being a driver, like, you have to, like... Every year, your, your records have to be kept up. You have to send them all these documentations. Everything has sent to Uber in a record. I'm telling We've you. We've got all kinds of stuff in there, but 
the rule. I mean, the rules are pretty set for them. Yeah, you get your shit turned in. You drive. You get fair. People throw up in your car. Any kind of damage, you can charge them like five hundred dollars. <gasps> are you serious? I I know a buddy that drives Uber in Bloomington. Girl threw up in his car. He charged her two hundred fifty dollars because he had to clean his car, and they have to pay him. You Whoa. have as a as a driver. We can. There's just a lot of charges you can. Is make. there is there immediate charge like you just name your price? So, or is there kind of like, like a deposit? Almost. Is there essentially like an Uber appraiser that would show essentially, up? Essentially, like this is the damages. Well, that we you send have. pictures. So if you get a picture, so you're like, oh, well, this guy. So if someone were to like, I don't know, rip a door handle off your car. Yeah. Oh shit! I accidentally rip it off. You can have them pay for that. That's a really good idea, though. And you send them pictures, and essentially they have a guy at Uber, an appraisal guy, who's like, this is what it'll cost to fix it, plus damages, plus as a driver. And then a lot of people for Uber, if you do kind of things like that, throw up or anything, you'll get suspended as a, a rider. Really? Yeah, because you, wow. you get rated as a rider. People don't know that. As a driver, we rate you. Whoa. So we can choose who we pick and up. And also the riders rate the drivers. Well, that's, yeah. that's, a, that's known, but we rate so it's, riders. it's checks and balances. Essentially. Okay. So if I get a drunk girl who, you know, two in the morning to ride home and she's got a one star, and I can look at her ratings and see if she's, like, done things. Oh, wow. I've definitely got a one star then. I've, you haven't taken Ubers. I've taken two Ubers in my life. The first Uber is back when I, I was chewing tobacco. There and uh, I was in Bloomington, and I uh, had a large mouthful of chew, and I I was okay, keeping my I don't want to sound like a terrible person right now, and like I don't, but like I had a large wad of chew. I don't think I took a spitter with me, and I thought the window was down. She just must have used Windex or something because <laughs> them windows were clean, and I thought the window was down. I was spitting fucking dip. On her fucking window. That's nice. Yeah, terrible idea. Like, and, and that, that's my that's my bad. Felt like an asshole. You Never were. got charged, thank God. And the second time, did you? I'm pay sure for, you weren't. Really, did you, you pay for the, the Uber, or did someone else have the, their Uber. account? Whose account was under? It wasn't under mine. <laughs> I did you ever ask who it was? Nope. Dad don't care. Is. Don't ask. Uh, but what I'm getting at here is, and then the second ride that we went on, uh, which was here in Terre Haute, and that may have not been an Uber. That may have been a Lyft driver. I think it may have been a Lyft. Uh, we got a Lyft to uh, Chavez. And anyway, they're not big on vaping. Not vape friendly. I got in the car and uh, took a big old fat hit off the old vape and blew it right up into the driver's seat. And not knowing, it was just the trajectory of my my steam. And he goes, whoa. Like, and he was not having that shit one second. That's just a driver preference, though. That, a lot, yeah. Drivers can choose a lot of things. That does lead into something I would like to talk about. I just... Like, it pulled up on the Wall Street Journal the other day that, did you know that the state police can pull you over now for vaping if they think it appears that it is distracting your driving, Whoa. your vision? 
Oh, I guarantee that I'd be pulled over 20 fucking if times. If you don't at least have your window down where it's blowing out the window, they can pull you over now for that. But I tell you what, I get out of my fucking cab of my truck and I look like Cheech and Chong. <laughs> yeah, it's I mean, the smoke just yeah. bellows out. People think the cab's on fire. And that, that's the honest to God truth. I, I, I just get in there and I kind of just get in my little zone. I get to listen to some good music. And I start hitting that vape, especially that orange, that cool vibing. orange farmer's market vape. And <sighs> get a little Woo! KOL playing yeah, in the background, maybe, maybe. You get a little maybe, Leon, and bud, you just, you start vibing. You hit that highway, it's just nothing but you in the road and your vape. <laughs> and, and you know what? It only takes about 10 brief minutes before that camp is absolutely I mean, full. Field. Yeah. But if they feel that it's distracting your driving, they can pull you over. Well, that's with anything. They can pull you over for fucking anything. You could be eating a fucking McDonald's sandwich. But I've seen people <laughs> shave and drive. Like, tell me how they don't get fucking pulled over. That is crazy. It's, I'm not sure so how many you can actually elite drivers. There's so Putting many. on makeup. Yeah. Even. There's like, so many work? big issues, like, with driving. Like, I feel like they worry about the most irrelevant things. Worry about somebody yeah. that's sitting there fucking texting. Worry about somebody that's sitting there fucking hitting their crack pipe or fucking, you know, <clears throat> drunkard and fuck. Don't worry about me. I'm just getting baked out, cuz. Son. You know? It, there ain't no big deal. <clears throat> Just vaping, bro. Just vape, boy. Just a regular old vapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag vape game. Vapism. Deep. Vapism. Vapism? I, that's not Maybe a Maybe it's very, a new one. Vapist is not a good word. No, I realize that. Now. It's I a really great good. word. I, I threw around, I said I was a vapist for a little while. It got a lot of bad responses. Not good. <laughs> Hashtag Davis. Probably not our greatest thing. Yeah, not not the Maybe best coin phrase that we ever had. I, and I, I assure you of that. But speaking of vape, these sycamores are smoking hot or smoking not. Tell me, Ebone, where are we at right now? Something for the sycamores. Something for the sycamores. Yay. The boys' basketball team is sick of less this week. Yeah. As they are dunzo cuzzo for the season. Over. Well, we didn't get the uh, run that we wanted to in the in the uh, little tournament play there. Yep. Nope. Nope. We didn't. Oh, well. No. Nope. Girls' basketball, their tournament starts this week, I think. I don't really know. But, I got big hopes for them. They play number four, Southern Illinois, to start. Didn't we lose to Southern Illinois yeah, the boys' they... version? They did. Yeah, so that's a bad <clears throat> omen. Maybe we can right these wrongs with the lady version. I, I hope we can. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All lady right. version. Baseball team uh, coming off a pretty rough weekend. One and two against Austin P. What? Uh, and they're, they're okay. They're pretty good. Uh, RPI's yeah. got to sit at 14th in the country, though. Okay, so 14th in... 14. I don't think 14th we're in, the, in country, the country RPI ranking, which doesn't always mean a lot. It's computer generated, but it's pretty much saying strength of schedule, run well, score, things like that. You ever see Moneyball analytics is always right. You're right. You're right. But this weekend, big weekend, first home series. Oh, home <laughs> team alert. We're going to have the first home game here Saturday afternoon. 1 o'clock. 1 o'clock. One o'clock. And, uh, that'll be our first baseball game. 
Let me also remind you that they do serve beer there. We are. I've been in the concessions to get ice, yep. and there's beer boxes. Yep, they do serve beer. I think it's on tap. They have a tap in there, Woo! Sure. Boys and girls, I'm telling you what, that's a treat for the taste buds and for the eyes. You not only get to watch some good sports, but you also get to taste some delicious beer. Let's hope. And some popcorn, if you're willing to spend another 20 bucks. So... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, for, yeah. for an arm and a leg, you can get a hot dog, a popcorn, and a beer. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Even then, what else we got? Softball, 9-6 and six after a weekend. Uh, not sure how they really did. Uh, not much has changed. They played Butler Friday of this week and nine Bowling and Green. I think it's in Tennessee again. Oh, I think they've been to Tennessee like the last three weekends. Wow. They love Tennessee. I bet they're tired of fucking traveling, though. I'd say they want to come home. I mean, I, all, I guarantee though. if I was those girls, I'd be like, yeah, fuck this. Like, I'm tired of Tennessee. Yeah. Like, let's let's get back to home turf. You know? Yeah, cuz Let's bring this back. But listen, listen. Bring, bring this back to the dirty. Listen, though, the big news, but the big thing of the week, we've been avoiding it. It's, it can't hide anymore. Intramurals is done. Oh, and boys and girls... Our buddy Gene, my roommate, has come out on top. His intramural team, the Green Police, are number one in Indiana State 2K18 intramural basketball. They are. They are champions. They they got crowned champions. They didn't get a trophy. They got a really tacky t-shirt. They still got a t-shirt. They still got a t-shirt. They beat all the uh, fraternities with the, you know, that that Motley crew that they brought. This ragtag bunch of athletes. And I'm very proud of those folks. We are. So, so that's definitely something for the Sycamore. Yeah, if you see Gene or Jared or any of those guys on campus, if you know the Green Police, you you go ahead and call them out. You say, hey, congratulations. Yeah, that's what congrats. you say. Congrats, congrats, and with that. I think we're going to wrap things up. It's been a great podcast. It's been a great time with everybody. Um, we thank you very much for listening, if you're, if you're still listening. I hope you are. If you're not, thank you anyway. Coming to you live from the dirty, we try to bring you the best news and the, the, the best things to kind of lighten up your day a little bit. Just give you a little brighter side to things. And uh, with that being said, this is Ruger Gill signing out. Uh, also joining me, uh, Ian Bostock. Y'all have a great week. And Tyler Hooten. You all have a great week. We will talk to you very soon. And uh, thank you for listening once again. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Bye.